Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Someone asked, how far will FC Dallas go this year? All the way. That's We're locking that one in? We're locking that one in? We're going to lock that one in. That's our goal, you know? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Chump Chat. It's your boy, Johan Gomez, with my co-host, Tanner Tessman. We've got a very special guest, our first ever guest on Chump Chat. Look how far we've come. My boy, Brandon Cervania. Thanks for coming on, my boy. What's up, guys? How are you? Good, good. good. Can't good, complain. Can't complain. Uh, to the fans, y'all submitted some questions. I know y'all are tuning in right now, so make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Keep blowing us up. And we appreciate you guys for the support. Um, I guess we got to get into it. The first things first, new contract for the boy. Can't complain. Uh, also, happy happy late birthday, by the way. 23. Thank you. I appreciate it. 23. Yep. And yeah, how you feeling after that? Obviously, you've come off with a with a couple smooth performances from, from what I've seen on Twitter and stuff like that. So, uh, how you feeling? Yeah, I mean it's it's been good. Um, a lot of changes this year uh, within the club, but we've had a good start. And for me personally, I've been you know getting a lot more minutes, and so hopefully I can keep that going. You know, so it's been good. No complaints. So tell me how that that new contract feel though. Like for real, like. <laughs> It'd be hitting different, bro. Does it? Like, oh, we can ask you that question. We can ask you that question. How does it feel, huh? Nah, like I don't know though, because like you know, you're like you're like the homegrown, the face of the club, and then they like you know they want to resign you with some big bucks, you know? Because like, big, big bro, your homegrown deal was was elite, bro. Your homegrown deal was elite. So, nah, I mean it feels good, you know, having the support from the club. You know, being in the academy and going to the ranks, you know how that feels. And then for them just to, you know, take another step and want me, you know, for a few more years, it, it feels great. So now I can just focus on, you know, trying to perform for, for the club and see what we can do this year, see how far we can go. Hopefully we can go all the way, you know. I love that. I think that's, we can. That's perfect. Can. That's perfect. Someone asked how far will FC Dallas go this year? All the way. That's We're locking the that one in? We're locking that one in? We're going to lock that one in. That's our goal, you know. Not too shabby. I want to ask that. I want to ask that real quick. Like, obviously with Lucci, like, you know how he is. And every year, beginning of the year, we talk about our goals and what's possible. What is, like, the biggest, like, obviously, you were with Lucci for a long time, you know, in the academy. And then also with the first team. How does it change now with the new coach and the new staff to, like, what you've been coached before from like Lucci and, and their staff, like what's the biggest difference? Um, I'd say there's a lot of similarities. Um, you know, playing style is somewhat similar, trying to play out the back and trying to high press at times. I think the structure is a little bit different as far as uh, our midfield. Uh, me and Pax have somewhat different roles, um, but I think overall it's, it's, it's pretty similar. Um, obviously, there's little details here and there that, that have changed. And then, obviously, personnel has changed um, a lot since uh, Lucci left. Um, and then some changes in the club, you know, as far as, like, uh, you know, changing. Well, since you've been there, they changed the, the gym. They changed uh, the eating space. So it's more, you know, guys are spending more time at the club uh, with each other. Um, but, I mean um not nothing too too big too drastic um but yeah it's, it's been a good all good changes that's good yeah I heard about the the 
the eating area changed into upstairs and they knocked out that wall. Yeah. Upgrading, bro. Yeah, talking about changes. Talking about changes. Someone asked, how does it feel as a player? And this is obviously their words, not mine or anyone else's. But they said, how does it feel as a player seeing the ownership invest in the, in the team for the first time? I, w- I wouldn't say the first time they're investing, but... Um, Maybe drastically, they- drastically investing in them. Yeah, no, nah, I know. But, um, I mean, obviously when you're you're getting you know, transfers from guys like Tanner and Pepe and Brian, uh, you're getting more money that you can, you know, put into the club. So that's also a testament to these guys being able to make that jump and get some money for us. But um, now nah, it's been good. Obviously, we've got some some good players from, you know, overseas. Um, and then some guys in the league like, like Paul that have uh, already made a name for himself in MLS and with the national team. So so it's been good. Um, as you can see, we're, we're doing well, and hopefully we can just continue this this run. All right, guys, football might be over the season, but college and pro hoops are in full swing. For all the latest odds, totals, player performances, props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BET Online has all your betting needs. Head over to the website of your mobile de- device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. I like that. How how is the new guy, Allen? How is he? He's good. He's uh, you know, we we haven't had a, a guy that's that's just trying to take people on, you know, as a winger. And I think that's that's important for the team. Um, um he he's able to bring something something different, you know, just once he gets the ball, sometimes he just puts his head down and, and just goes and, and sometimes that's what we need. Um but yeah, he's he's shifty, he's quick. Um, and he's, he's been, he's been great so far. So hopefully he can, he can keep that going. How much, how much has it impacted you guys being able to, I think I heard Paxson talk about it, but it's been crazy. Cause I remember, you know, watching you and Jesus and, and Paxson play together from time. And now I already got on the first team, even Edwin add Edwin into that equation. It's like four of the top six guys on the field have already played together, already have that chemistry. Like that obviously has to play like a huge role in, in how successful you guys are, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you can see the the chemistry. Um, I think it's just it's a matter of you know we're we're working hard for each other. Um, you know, if we're not really afraid to make a mistake because you know it's one of your boys that, that got your back. If if you mess up, he's gonna help you recover. You know, I think that's that's big, and you know we're just giving each other confidence uh, throughout the game, and we're trying to all improve, you know, going forward so that we can all stay on the field together. So it's big time for, for us to be able to get that chance and hopefully we can, you know, make the most of it. I think that's important for Dallas this year to have y'all in the midfield. Obviously you have other players that, you know, could get some minutes, get some starts. But I think, you know, when FC Dallas is at their best is when you all three are in the midfield and Jesus up top. But another fan question is they see a big change in your play this year. And I think everyone does as well. What do you attribute that to? Um, I mean, like I was saying, I think right now I have, you know, some confidence. I think that's huge. Um, as you guys know, playing yourselves, I think confidence is one of the most important, you know, things that, that every footballer needs. Um, so I think, you know, just right now I feel confident, feel good with, with the guys that are around me. And, and I think the team is in a good spot. So that, that always helps. I like what you said about confidence. We talk about it a lot, actually, a lot with a lot of our guests here. It's 
it's crazy how what confidence can do. And and you, me and Sam were talking about it. Um, you're still a young player, obviously, barely 23, but you know, you've had your ups and downs and you're barely getting your big break. You know, how have you dealt with maybe, you know, lapses in confidence in which your confidence has been down? I don't know, maybe, you know, it can be tough if, if a couple of years ago you would get sent, sent down to North Texas or something like that, or I don't know how the Austrian move was for you. I guess we'll talk about that later, but how do you deal with stuff like that when you don't have as much confidence? Yeah, it's, it, it can be tough. Um, I think like you're saying about the Austrian move, that's, that's what, what taught me a lot. Uh, I think coming back from there, I was able to, kind of manage my emotions a little bit better. Um, I think you can you can think about it too much, you know, overthink, you know, one training that you had and then then you're hesitating on all your decisions, you know, going forward. And I think that's that's just gonna hold you back. You have to kind of have a short term memory when, you know, some situations when you mess up, you know, uh, obviously, you know, keep it in mind, like, uh, I shouldn't have done that. I, I could have made this decision better, but you can't overthink every decision you're making just because you make one mistake, you know? Um, but I think the Austrian move was, was big for me because there's times where I'm, I'm starting and I'm playing well and the coach is telling me I'm playing well and then the next game I'm not in the roster. It's, it's, it was very interesting, um, you know, but there's some decisions that you can't control that you can't let that affect your mentality or how you play your performance so I think that that taught me a lot that the move to Austria and I'm just trying to you know bring that back with me right now let's talk about that real quick though because we had our boy Taylor Booth on here when he was out there and he was telling us I don't know if this is true but he was telling us that they had y'all basically like the whole extent of the loan y'all were living in a hotel room is that true um for for a minute we were living in a hotel room um I would say almost half of the time I was there. And then we moved to an apartment, like pretty much right next to the hotel room, but it was, it was a lot nicer. Um, but yeah, the first, the first half was a little, it was a little tough. Uh, obviously for me, it's, I'm in a whole different country. I don't speak German like that. And uh, all I had was Taylor. Uh, so he helped a lot, but now we, we grinded through that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was telling us a lot of stories. That's, that's crazy. But let me ask you, cause all three of us now, have been in relegation battles. Obviously, St. Paul got relegated last year. Um, how has that, you know, having those emotions, dealing with that in and out, like, of every week, how has that been now going back to MLS and you don't have to deal with that? Like, can you appreciate <laughs> Can you appreciate what MLS has now? You don't have to necessarily think about that. Maybe last year y'all would have gotten relegated. Wow. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's, it's a lot less stress uh, on the players in MLS. Um, you know, some would say that it's it's not healthy for the sport um, because we're not fighting for anything. But I mean, obviously, as as a player, it's it's nice to not have to to worry about that. Obviously, every team wants to win, but you know, when you're at the end of the season and you're not gonna make playoffs, it's, it's you can just play kind of freely. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I. It's it's a lot better, a lot less stress than than being in that relegation battle. Yeah, that battle's tough, bro. Yeah. I want to go back to kind of your confidence in St. Poland. Like you said, Austria was when you really like said you take you learned something there and you, and you stuck with you. But how was your first loan to Oklahoma? Was that was that difficult as well, or how did you deal with that? Um, so my first year, uh. 
yeah, me and Jesus, we we would go on loans with the Tulsa Roughnecks. And it was, we would train with FC Dallas the whole week. And then like Friday, we would drive up to Tulsa and play and then come back. So for me, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad because I was, I was playing, um, you know, I was getting a lot of minutes. Um, and as a young, you know, as a young kid, I wasn't, you know, physically there. Everyone kind of, you know, grows at, at different times. I wasn't physically there with, with the, you know, the MLS guys yet. Um, so I think that that helped a lot just to be able to, you know, get game form. And then I was going, going in with the, the youth national team that helped a lot with confidence, um, and form. Um, but yeah, I think that that whole loan was, it was easier, um, mentally for sure than, than Austria, but, you know, like you said, I had some ups and downs and I think that they've all helped me to, to get where I am right now. That's good. I, I like that you said the the small term memory. I really like that. That's, that's something that young kids listening really need to take into account. It's just have a small term memory, even if it's good or bad things, but learn from it and move on. I really like that. Yeah. Thousand percent. Sure. Talking about Europe, um, obviously still, still new. Uh, you just signed your contract. So I don't want to have you thinking too far in the future. Obviously you're committed to Dallas. Y'all really going to bring that MLS cup home now, but um, someone asked, what made you decide to sign in the extension? And do you think it will impact your ability to move abroad if you want to? Obviously, we had George Campbell on a couple of weeks back. He was one of the first guests that maybe said, you know, I'm cool with staying in MLS if that's the way it works out. How do you see things? Yeah, I'm not really, you know, keen on going uh, to one specific place. You know, I think um, God has a plan and I'm just going to do the best that I can to, you know, improve every day and be the best player I can be. And Right now, I'm just focused on, you know, Dallas and what I can do for this team. And then wherever that takes me, you know, that, that's what it's going to take me. Um, so, yeah, right now, I'm just trying to focus on me and my my performances and not really too far into the future. Man, he's giving us the TV answer. He's giving us the TV answer. You know what I'm saying? That, I respect it, though. though. I respect it, though, babe. You, you, you can be honest with us. But let me ask you this, though, because someone told me to ask you this. And this is an interesting one because MLS is growing. Now, if you stay in MLS your whole career, this is a good question to ask you. Do you think that you or whoever, if you stayed in MLS your whole career, you could still become a world superstar? I think that's a good question. I think the league is definitely growing. Um, you're seeing big time names come come over to MLS. Um, I think I think you can be a superstar. I think it is going to take a little bit more than if you're in a obviously in the Prem or another top five league, but um, I think you could definitely make a name for yourself in MLS. Yeah, I think you could definitely make a name for yourself, but a world superstar? Come on, bro. <laughs> I, I guarantee if you ask yeah, anybody in the Prem always, who Carlos Vela is, ain't nobody know. Bro, okay, that's that's a bad example because Carlos Vela played for Arsenal. Yeah, Carlos Vela was in Europe, but that that's that goes to your point that you have to go to Europe to prove yourself. I, I agree with that. I think if you really want to prove that you're the best in the world you're gonna have to go to where the best players are you know and the best leagues and and show that you can still do it at that level but yeah so at with that point i i can agree with you that if that's what you meant by world superstar but if you just you can definitely make a name for yourself in yeah that's, that's, all, that's all for sure i mean you can look at guys in the national team like walker like miles like yedlin and it yeah. was now kellen yeah kellen uh, different guys pepe asus 
Paul, I mean, the, these are all guys that are playing in MLS that are making a name for themselves, but it's kind of through the national team, you know? I find yeah. it tough. You'd have to be playing for your national team, I think. But yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. Let's transit. That's a good question. A big time guys. question. That was a big time question. That's what we ask here on Chum Chat. Only the big questions. Like that, that was a perfect transition to the national team. We got to talk about it, bro. Obviously, this is recorded for the people who don't know a, a couple hours before the big game. Um, we have a, we have a man here himself who has already debuted for the national team, but your boy and our boy Jaden plays for PR Puerto Rico. Are you committed to the U.S. full full through and through, or do you want to team up with your boy and uh, take the Puerto Rico to new levels? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, we are asking some big time questions at Chum Chat. Um, no, nah, like I'm saying right now, I'm I'm just I'm gonna give you the TV answer, but it's it's true for my situation. I think that for me. Personally, I think I got to focus, you know, like I was saying, in the short term. Um, I think if you focus long term, then you can kind of it, it kind of hurts your progression. You know, if you're focused on too far ahead, um, the Puerto Rican, the Federation has reached out a few times. You know, I, I told them that I think we're going to we're going to talk about it soon. But right now, I think it's best for me to just, you know, focus on what I can do with Dallas this year. Um, like you said, I already have a cap with, with the U.S. And maybe if I can have a good year, I can get back in the mix. Um, so right now I'm, I'm not trying to switch over to Puerto Rico at this moment, but we can see what the, what the future has for me. What does Jaden tell you? Is he in your ear or does he just kind of let you take your own decision? Nah, he's, he understands the situation. He's, yeah. Don't let let me, you know, do me. But he's he he tells you what, what's going on over there. I mean, there's a few guys over there that I know, like uh, obviously Jaden, Devin Vega, uh, Isaac Anking. So there, the the program is definitely progressing. Um, but I just gotta, you know, try to make the best decision for me in my career. So we'll see what happens. Does it come to a point though, where like you, like what, what do you know when that point is? Like if you're, you know, you turn 26, whatever, and maybe not on the national team or even earlier, does that like, does that convince you to go play for Puerto Rico getting opportunities there or is there no, you just don't know yet? Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what I'll, I'm thinking right now is, you know, try to see if I can get back with the U S and then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, maybe, maybe yeah. like I'm lying. Puerto Rico is, is the best uh, decision for me, like you said, and maybe they're, they're, you know, competing to qualify for the World Cup. And, you know, that would be, that'd be beneficial for me as well. So we'll, we'll see what happens. That'd be beautiful to play with the bro as well. Yeah. yeah. Sick. Well, one of the fans asked, I think I already know the answer to this, but do you speak Spanish? Um, not really. Um, you know, I understand a lot, but it's, it's something I need to improve for sure. Yeah, I swear. I swear Jaden always used to tell me that he understands Spanish and he can speak a little bit, but he only speaks like with uh, your dad. And I was like, bro, there's no way. But he, <laughs> no, said, bro, actually, he does understand like a lot, like especially because he's been going to camp and stuff. Um, but he doesn't like to speak it. Uh, he's not comfortable speaking it. I think because yeah. he feels like he has a little accent. But yeah, we both need to, to work on that. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> a lot easier than german probably as you know yeah german german it, it wasn't too bad from what but i was only there a few months so i didn't i wasn't trying to learn the whole language but the it, it, it was kind of fun learning it for me 
uh, I don't know how your you know situation is going, but it was kind of fun because it's, right. it's so much. It's so different. You know, like sometimes Spanish and other languages kind of have similarities. German is just its own thing. <laughs> I agree, bro. That's <laughs> because Spanish and English got that Latin root, or like you can understand what the words trying to say. Yeah, they got common like, Yeah, they got yeah. Nah, <laughs> if you don't know the word, you don't know the word. You have no <laughs> <Yeah>. context clues. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, bro. Going back to FC Dallas, because obviously you're killing it there right now. Um, congrats, by the way, everything you're doing so far. But how has your role changed, you think, under Nico? Um, that's a good question. I think um, the system we're playing, I think I'm able to get forward a little bit more. Um, I feel like I'm contributing a little bit more higher up the field. And uh, I'm, this year, one of my goals is to get, you know, a few more stats. Uh, I have two assists so far, so hopefully I can add to that and hopefully get a few goals. Um, but I think getting forward a little bit more is the, the biggest change that, that I feel like I've had this season compared to, you know, past season. Well, let me ask you something, actually. This is just something I thought of on the fly. So you're talking about stats. But you're a guy who maybe necessarily even – I know Tanner can attest to this also because you guys are both kind of mm-hmm. eights, sixes maybe. Um, you, and you guys know how to score. But mm-hmm. do you guys feel a little bit of pressure sometimes, maybe from the media now, to put up stats? I know I know Jude Bellingham was talking about it now that maybe people just care about stats. But I know you and Tan, like, you actually have to watch the game to appreciate how much you guys are affecting it. But you won't yeah. show up necessarily on assists or goals. Do you think maybe you feel a little bit more pressure now in today's era to, to go out there and score or maybe assist? Yeah. Um, I, I saw the thing that you're talking about that Jude Bellingham was saying that you know, people don't appreciate the game as much because they're focused on stats. Um, I think it is it is tough with, you know, social media and stuff like that. They're, you know, see all the posts about, you know, goals and assists that this guy has and this guy has. But I think, like you said, uh, players can affect the game in so many different ways. And sometimes it doesn't show up on the stat sheet. Um, I think it, it is a little bit of pressure, but at the same time, it can't change your game if that makes sense um I think for me it will help the team uh in the long run if I can put up you know a few more stats but I do you know agree with with you that you know as a six or as an eight like for example Edwin Edwin's having a a great season but he he doesn't have you know goals or I mean I don't know if he has an assist but uh the stats aren't going to show how how well he's doing um but yeah I, I could say I could agree with that there's a little bit of pressure but I don't think you can let it get to you as a player if if uh you know you're still performing well yeah like finally got a little bit out of him not, not necessarily the tv answer right there so that was good you're milking it out of him you're going smooth yeah, yeah yeah no he's got to as we get into it of course um you asked him from his or should I ask him the success question again I guess oh snap forgot about the success one i mean we gotta ask him the success question of course of course all right brother i think you know the success question anyway, but I'll, I'll lay it out for you obviously and i think anthony will pop up what you said last time if we asked this you last time because you were our first guest so we were probably so bad no but, for uh, sure we asked but the question ain't clean like it is now no nah, the question is clean now um obviously success everyone has a different you know definition of it and so, you know, the whole thing here is kind of defining success. So we want to know if you think that you achieve success 
and what's your definition of it? Do I get to see my answer from last time? I really want to see that. Or it's going to come after. It'll come after. It'll come after. We don't have a producer yet, but we'll get on that soon just for you. Okay. I can whip um, it up if you want it real quick. Yeah, let me hear that. Obviously, uh, Brandon is um, very successful in his lifestyle, and he has a lot more coming in his future. So that's why we, we love to ask these questions to Brandon, just to get an insight on what makes him successful. And I would like to ask you, Brandon, what do you think success is, whether it comes to happiness, money, soccer? Like, for you, what, what really determines if you're being successful in your life? That's a good question. Honestly, um, I feel like for me, being successful is just finding happiness. Um, honestly, feeling proud about what I'm doing, hopefully making my family proud of me and what I'm doing, um, and just working as hard as I can and knowing that, that I'm the best that I can be. And I feel like that's when I, I feel like I'm, I've reached success. So not there yet. Hopefully a lot more to come, but yeah, that's the goal. Hey. That's kind of class. And I, I think the question was kind of was kind of class as well. Dr. Yeah, it wasn't bad. The question was not bad. The question was it was good. But um, we need we need the 2022 Bernard Cervania definition of success and does he think he's achieved it? See, but the crazy thing is, like that is very similar to what I would say now. I, I definitely have not achieved success yet, but I still think that if you know in this life, if I can find happiness and you know feel like I'm doing the best that I can do I feel like that's that's gonna you know be me reaching my highest level of success you know what I'm saying um I have a question for you guys do you ever think that you can truly be successful or do you think that it's always you know something that you're striving for I can take the I'll take the first leg on this but uh I think for sure it's something that you can achieve. You know, I think, I think success is like, it's like steps, you know, it's not a, a one goal. If you, if you understand what I'm saying, like it's, it's a consecutive thing that, you know, you set a goal. Like I want to be, I want to get more minutes, you know? And then when you see yourself getting more minutes, you're being successful, but obviously there's more and more that you chase and you're hungry for. So like, for example, you know, I want to be, I wanted always to, to be in the national team. Well, I made it to the national team, but, Am I there now? No. So I want to be there again, but I was successful in that. The same with uh, your house that you bought and the house I bought, you know, that's a goal that everyone has, you know, everyone wants to buy their own home, but we've done it at a young age. So we're successful in that, but there's always, you know, I want to buy, you know, a beach house or, you know, I want to get this car or that car, which a lot of it's materialistic. But I think with goals, like, you know, playing for a certain team or whatever it is, winning a certain trophy or playing in a world cup or whatever it is, I think you can definitely be successful, but you always see yourself like trying to chase the next thing. But I think that's us. I think we're very driven. I think we're always focused on being the best we can be and pushing the limits where I think other people are content and successful and, you know, living a nine to five and having their friends and family close and whatever it may be. So I think success for us is always trying to achieve more. Whereas others is, you know, contempt with what they have I like that but to what to what you're saying I agree with the you know you set a goal and then you achieve that like for example when you said as a player you know you first sign and then your first goal is okay let me get some minutes then when you first get a few minutes yeah you've achieved that goal but would you say that your career is successful because like did, would you say you were you had a successful career just because you achieved your first goal I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say so. 
So I think that I agree with you that there's steps, but would you say that like reaching a goal is success or do you think like success is like an overall view of your career? That's what I was thinking. Like an overall view of my career was yeah. I successful as a player? Yeah. Uh, like, obviously I think I've, I've taken, you know, I've completed goals, like you said, national team and, uh, you know, getting minutes in MLS and scoring a goal and all that stuff. But I think it's for the overall career, you know, what I say, I was a successful professional soccer player. I think it's, it's, it's hard to. It's yeah. Like if your to, career ended, if your career ended today, would you say you had a successful career or no? I would say I wasn't able to do everything that I wanted to do. So I would, right now I would say that it wasn't successful, but I think that I did complete a lot of goals that I set for myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. We're but I wouldn't look back and, and be able to, you know, brag about what I did, if that makes sense. I, I feel like, you know, knowing myself and what I can do, I feel like there's a lot more that I can, you know. 100%. For myself, 100%. Of course. That's why it's all relative, though, because, like, if you think about it, if you got a 13-year-old Brandon right now in front of you looking at you. Yeah, exactly. 13-year-old Brandon. Is 23-year-old Brandon successful? Is that guy successful? A thousand percent, he says yes. You know what I mean? But like, now would you, you look take at this us, life? Would 13-year-old Brandon take the life? Bro, when I tell you at 13-year-old Brandon, I would have I would have said my soccer career was successful if I got a scholarship to a D1 school. And you did. That was that was literally my goal as as a yeah. as a thirteen year old Brandon. That was the farthest I was even thinking was just trying to go to a good school and get a scholarship for soccer. That's all I was. I think, on. I think that's the beauty of it though, because like I don't know about you, but growing up in Alabama, I didn't even know what the MLS was. And then having, I'm telling you, I didn't even know what, that there were yeah. academies. And then yeah, whatever, exactly. you know, making the move to Dallas. Honestly, for me, at the beginning, it was so that I could get more exposure to get a, a better offer for for college i wasn't even trying to get you know a homegrown deal or anything like that and then that just that just happened like like you said making goals and being able to achieve those goals it it led me to where i am now but i think that's like you said that's the beauty of you know this sport and and life in general so i think that's also like it's crazy that you know us growing up in birmingham and even john in Dallas, it's you don't see what's like possible until you get there. You know, like oh, so. For right. example, like joining the first team, like when we were going about, even when you're at Wake Forest, you still have a doubt. You know, you're like, I don't know if I could play in the first team. Obviously, you're confident in yourself, your family, your support is confident in you, but you're, I don't know if I can start in the first team. But then when you get there, it's like, I need to get to the national team. I can make it to the national team. And then, you know, maybe I can't start in the national team, but I can just start in the World Cup. You know, it's always the next step and you're capable of exactly. doing it. It's just about the opportunity, you know, so. Exactly. I think it's very it's interesting. It's crazy but. that you say that because when I got to Dallas, it was like, okay, I'm, I'm at the academy. I don't know if I'm going to play, blah, blah, blah. And I started. Then I was able to go to youth national team. And I said, like, okay, let's, let's do this. Then, I, you know, I had colleges and even making my decision to go to Wake, I was hesitant. I was like, yo, I don't know if I'm going to be able to you know, play at Wake, like all these guys from the national team. This is before I made my first, you know, U18 uh, camp. Right. Uh, you know, all these guys like Martin McKenzie, O'Meara, 
uh, Mitchell, all these guys that have been to national team before. And I, I was talking to my parents. I was like, yo, I don't know if I'm going to play. You know what I'm saying? I don't, maybe I should go to school. Or I'm just going to play. But, you know, obviously the people around you, it's a, it's, it's a big help, especially for me to where I've been uh, just having their support and, you know, their belief in me. Uh, they pushed me. They're like, nah, you can, you know, we know what you, what you can do and uh, don't sell yourself short, you know? And I was able to go there and play. And then, you know, I just kept going on from there, but it's crazy looking back, you know, what, what you think the limit is. And then once you, you know, step out of your comfort zone a little bit, what, what you can achieve after that. A thousand percent. Exactly, bro. I agree with that. Cause even like Tanner said for me in Dallas, I remember like there was, I've been asked like, was there a moment where you realized you could do it? And for me, it was never like, exactly. I was literally committed to the university of Portland. I was going to go to Wobonia. I was chilling, yes, played yes, U19 sir. FCD. Literally two months later, I'm in Porto U19s, and I'm like, how can I be good enough to play for the Porto first team? You know what I mean? It's like in a blink of an eye, and, like, that's the human nature. Like, I, I bet you, bro, if we get you on for part three, two years, three years from now, you're going to look at yourself now. You're going to be like, bro, those are my goals. Like, no, no, no. I'm way more than that. I want way more than that. Like, I can't believe I wanted that. So it's crazy that you say that. I think it even goes back to, like, what you were saying about having a short-term memory because – you get to these positions where you're like, you know, I can be starting in the first team. I can be doing all these things. And then, you know, something happens, you get an injury or you go on loan or for some reason, the coach isn't playing you or you're having a rough patch and everything changes so quick, but you have to always have that belief and that confidence in yourself. Cause then the next day you're back in the 11, you're in the starting lineup and you need to perform. So it's always about having that short memory. Even when you're on a good note, you never know how fast it can be taken away. And you never know how fast you can get that opportunity. So you just got to be ready. But I like that. That was a good conversation. I'm glad that, that you asked us, you know, about what you what you were saying. But we just seen Italy out of the World Cup, back-to-back uh, -back World Cups. Does this take pressure off the U.S.? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Does this take pressure off the U.S.? Not at all. I'm sorry. No. Well, you're talking about the champions of Europe are out of the World Cup, back-to-back. -back. Like, come on, if the U.S. doesn't make it, I mean, we're we're the same as Italy, bro. That's a nah, good, bro. Because you can say for Italy, respectfully, like, we're in Concacaf. Yeah, and they won the Euros, bro. You can be like, all right, successful year, we won the Euros. Uh, I don't, I don't know if you'll be you'll be happy with just uh, Nations League and Gold Cup. Well, you How did these... and be proud of what you did? Hmm? I like hmm? that. I like that. But some of these top players, man, they're like up for like. How's Jorginho up for the Ballon d'Or? He's not gonna play in the World Cup. How's Bonucci and Chiellini up there? They don't even play in the World Cup. Don't even say that, bro. Ronaldo finna not be in the World Cup, bro. Hey, hold on. They call. just Turkey, I know, just but you PK. never know. If Macedonia lucky. beat Italy, they can beat Portugal, bro. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Anyone? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's not over yet, though. You said they're not. They're finna not be. They got a chance. They're still. I think they'll make Portugal will make it, but Italy not making it is crazy. It's wild. Yo, Brandon, we talked about uh some stats up in your goals and assists. But when, when we see that goal, we're going to need a little chum chat celebration. What's the chum chat celebration? We've been talking about it. We We've don't talk about it. No, yeah. So you're going to be the first one. But Tanner's the one. It's very simple. Tanner had the idea. I don't know. I had the idea. I, I was going to say something, you know, a little different. You know, obviously, I could have been like, yo, hit the gritty or, you know, do your arrow. But that's like what you did or that's what people are doing, you know. So we need to do a little something different. I'm not going to lie to you. I might have to hit the, the arrow, but go ahead. Let me, I want to hear this. No, of, of, course, of course, hit the arrow. You know, like you, you bag it in the net. You run to the side. You hit the arrow straight away, right? right but away. then, like, everybody's going to come huddle up, you know, 
if, if you're winning, obviously you're going to huddle up and then everybody's going to go and then you're going to hit the celly in the camera. Okay. Like okay. after everyone's gone, you know, I'll be like, you know, how Jose Martinez be like this after everybody's gone. So after everybody's gone, we're going to need to celebration, but I don't know what it is yet. I was thinking like a salute or something, just something simple for the first but, one. Okay. But if you do a salute, you have to do it right into the camera. I'd be like, and point right to the camera. I think I think that would be clean. I need to see you guys do it first so you can be the example of how our guests right, John, are supposed to do three, it. Three, two, one. No, I'm talking about on the field. I'm talking about uh, a real goal celebration. Uh, you both be you got that. Johan for show you scoring. And Tanner, you finna score your first one and hit it with the chump chat. That's tough. All right. Hey, we'll, hey I respect it because I have my own and I know you have the arrow, so I will respect it. But um we, we need to see that though. I'll do it. I'll do it, and then you gotta do it for sure though. All right. Yeah, but right, I gotta see you guys do it first, though. All right, I'll do it. I'll get a video of it. I'll post it on my Instagram story and I'll tag you. That way, you for yeah. sure see it. You for sure so see not, it. Not every guest that comes on got to do the chum chat celebration. You're the first one. We've been talking about it. We've been talking about it actually. We've been talking about it for a while, but we saved it for the. first We're trying guest. to be a broke man's chunks, uh, chunks in Philly, so that's why. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about these guys, we haven't had on yet. We always ask our guests, and I don't know if we asked you the first time, but we always ask our guests, who would you like to see next on Chum Chat? I think you did ask. I don't remember who I said last time. Let's see. This time, Pax hasn't been on here, has he? Yeah, he has. He has. He has. Yes. Oh, yeah. Did I recommend yeah. Taylor last time? I don't think so, because we got Taylor way, like, later. And he was like, he said yes immediately. He was but like, I convinced him, though. You, you hit me, and I convinced him. Yeah. I think, I, you, uh, I think you recommended, like, Chris Richards. And then uh, maybe like one other person on Dallas, but yeah, we got Chris on twice now. So I don't know. I th I'm thinking like I'll answer for you, but uh, I'm thinking like uh, your boys up in New York. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, let me let me get you, Omir, Omir Fernandez. Omir's Omir, killing yeah. it this year too. Yeah, he's balling. He's he's a good player. You know, he came to my head, but I was like, I don't know if you you don't really know him like that, right? Like, yeah, I don't know if we nah, have nah. Cam, but we can work. We can work through it. I played with Nanu in um, Porto B. I've seen a couple of the, of his actions in the first games. He's fast. He sometimes he looks a little bit out of control. What What are your first impressions on him? <laughs> That's funny. I didn't even think about that. That you that you played with him. Um, yo, first of all, before I get to on the field, this guy comes dripped out every single day to training. To every day, he's dripped, drippy. I'm like, wow, that's that's, that's that's different. Yo, drippy every day. Wow. Anyways, um, on the field, like you said, he's fast. He's um, I think going forward, he brings he brings a lot. Um, I think there's there's a few times he's obviously getting used to the system. There's a few times, uh, positionally or tactically, he's a little bit, um confused but I think that's going to come with time and understand you know how we play and stuff like that but I think he's done well I think um he's he likes to dribble a lot I think in training he's he got caught a few times but I think there's a few times when it works and it looks really good the fans like when he you know does his little his little stuff yeah but um <laughs> I think I think we're gonna we're gonna grow I think defensively uh he can improve a little bit but how old is he He's 26? a bit young. Yeah, 26. Not young. He's a bit older, like 26, 27, maybe. But yeah, that that's that's my that's my guy. Yo, he loves pop smoke. His uh what's it called? Initiation song. He was singing pop smoke. 
I don't know if it was actually a pop pop smoke song because you know the lyrics were a little jacked up, but it was funny. He was he was hitting that in the woo and stuff. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love that. Let me get when are you hosting a camp in Birmingham for the kids that look up to you? That is a great question. I think that it needs to be a camp with like a bunch of the guys that have. Get Dan out there, get a Chris. Tanner, Chris, Jaden can come back. Uh, there's a lot of guys that have, you know, in our little, uh, I wouldn't say era, but in our age groups that, that have, you know, been making big steps. I think if we all go back and get a camp, I think that'll be big time. But it's hard with our schedules because our off season is different than yours. That's a problem. Where's your camp at, Johan? My camp is out here in Germany. Uh, they can fly out here, uh, see what's going on. <laughs> you paying for, for flights, my boy? That's tough. No, nah, I got the little German kids out here. Um, that's my way of learning German, you know, just speak to the kids, see what's good. So, you know. Hey, let's be honest, though. Let's be honest, though. We, we forgot one topic. And nah. It's the girls. <laughs> I think it's the girls. <laughs> I know you got a girlfriend now. How has that been? Obviously, when we had you on last time, you was a single man. How's it? How is it now being a professional baller with a girlfriend? I'm a new man, you know what I'm saying? Um, no, nah, but it's been good. She's really good. Um, honestly, I've—I don't want to say settled down. I wasn't wild, but like now, I kind of like to chill at the at the at the crib. You know, I'm more of a homebody. I think that's taking good vacations to, now. He's to rest, changed, man. You know what I'm saying? Just a little, a yo, few, a little song. Yo, where did y'all, where did y'all go? Mexico, yo, no? Yeah, we went to Cancun. Fire, fire. <laughs> yo, my guys, he's always on that fire. honeymoon trip, bro. Cancun. Hey, it was just y'all two. <laughs> yeah. No, but okay. Jeez. To be fair though, to be fair though, because it was very early on in the relationship. But at first, it was a plan for like a group of us to go. But then, like. We bought our tickets, and they, like DJ was supposed to, was one of the guys that was supposed to go. He ended up like his the his situation with uh, North Texas. He had he didn't get his option picked up, or he didn't pick up his option, or whatever. I don't I don't know exactly what happened, but so he wasn't even in Dallas anymore. He was going back to Atlanta, and then our other friends had you know everyone had a little situation so then it ended up just being us two and we were like uh we still gonna go you know like it's kind of a big move for new in the relationship but we decided to go and hey was, that probably gelled was, the relationship it was though, lit 100 percent. yeah because that's like a make or break you know or not really but that's like a but you, you see know, that's like, why i, I was with you or not exactly i was a little nervous at first because i was like yo what if we get out there and i don't I don't like her for real. I have to spend all the, you know, this time with exactly. her. But that was, yo, best vacation I've ever been on. No cap. That's beautiful. Love That's that beautiful. You, I'm excited for you, bro, because obviously y'all know me. I've been a homeboy since since day one, a homebody since day one. So, you know, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, we, I'm, we know I'm him. proud of you, bro. We know him. We know about you. Yes, sir. Big tank. <laughs> Big tank, can it? Yo, I'm proud of you, bro. I, I know it's going to – I don't know her, but I already know that she's a good girl, and I'm, I'm proud of you for, for finding her. And I, she, it uh, sounds like she's wiping material from what I've heard from some of the guys. Yeah, you've been talking to Pax. Yo, Pax was so excited. Pax was almost as excited <laughs> as me, bro, I swear to you. But the thing is, she, she really is, like, like amazing. Like she, she, she Does she live with you or no? 
she she stays with me a lot but she obviously has her own place but she stays with me most of the time but um yeah she's she's pushing me to be a better person a better christian especially like you know we're watching i don't know if you ever went to the porch when you were here but uh, yeah we always tune into that 100 percent, and then we always when we can you know obviously we have trips away trips and stuff but if we're here on sunday she's always been making sure that we go to church and that's big for me because um obviously Beautiful. with my family i would you know we, we used to go to church together sometimes but um i think yeah, now that you know having my significant other also on the same wavelength is big time so what's your score prediction for tonight that's a good question the tough part is that they're at the azteca that's the tough part i think my my gut feeling is telling me it's going to be a draw all right, I'm gonna say one one. All right, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. This is our potential viral clip. This is an investment for a couple years down the road. All right, I'm gonna ask you if you see yourself scoring in the Azteca ever, and cue like five years from now when you score in the Azteca and it's all over like ESPN. So you just have to say like, do you see yourself scoring in the Azteca, Brandon? <laughs> yes, I do. Absolutely. All right. Just, yeah, just that would actually, ESPN, be, that'd actually be so wild if that actually happened. The fact that you were thinking about I mean, have you like heard that, of have you heard of the Trump chat blessing? <laughs> I have heard of the Trump chat blessing, and I've seen all the, the, the comments of the Trump chat blessing. You getting blessed, bro. You getting blessed. It's actually real. I can't lie, it's real. We'll see this season if I get blessed. Maybe a little goal soon. Maybe a little MLS all-star. Oh, oh. big time steps right there. Hey, let's, hey. let's start with some goals first. All I'm going to say is we have some great examples of Chump Chat Blessings, so don't underestimate it. That's all I'm going to say. I like that. And now since I'm going to be a co-host, I'm going to get blessed even more. Dan, what's your prediction for tonight? 1-1, one, 1-1, one, 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 one. I'm telling yeah, you, 1-1. One, one. I, think, I think tonight is a is a tie for sure. Um, I, th- I think it's a 2-2 two, two tie, though. I think we tie 2-2. Two, two. And uh, I think that's a good result for the U.S. Um, that's my that's my prediction. I'm keeping it boring. I'm saying zero zero. I'm saying zero zero tonight. I, I was thinking zero zero or one one. The tough part is I, I want I want to know the lineup before I put out my prediction. If I know the lineup, then I'll have a. It it would say a lot how we're gonna play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would change things depending on who's on the field. It will yeah. depend how we're how we're going into it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. I don't know how long this yeah. episode is gonna be if it's an hour long or however long, but thank you guys so much for tuning in to then Brandon. Is there a reason he's our first guest? Definitely one of our best guests to date. So thanks so much, my boy, for tuning for joining us. And um, make sure if y'all enjoyed the content to like, share, and subscribe. And as we always say, don't find your own success. Deuces. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.